This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Longadon Geese is dead. Should he be brought back to life? Reginald discovered the body in the castle. Quinny brought Butthole to the scene of the crime, and they can't decide whether or not to resurrect him, so they sent for Juniper. Will they bring the corrupt envoy back to life, or risk a war with Tamara instead? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Mrs. Paisley, you are having a delightful time in the old campaigner. You have proposed a community art project uh, with with a, a vague, muddy middle, but hey... <laughs> Has there ever been a creative endeavor that didn't have a weird muddy middle? I think not. None worth I speaking I mean, it's of. all underpinned by the backbone of fuck the plant here, so not much can go wrong. Uh, speaking as the DM who controls the plant here, a lot can, but that's fine. Um, no. So you're having a good time. You were, however, uh, Vasquez had asked if you wanted to uh, to make it official. You know, if you wanted uh, a, a full-time gig, not necessarily knowing that you are already the Chief Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll perhaps discover that uh, when when the summons comes for you. But we do have a few minutes before that, as our, before our timelines sync up. So uh, does no, Mrs. Paisley we'll find take out a consulting right now. gig? Oh, dear, I am the sheriff <laughs> that you were talking about. Oh. You're... Why are you running paint Notice, notice the same chair? Ha-ha! I, I thought maybe they all came off the, the same assembly line or something. Oh, no. Custom job. Oh. That's pretty badass. And she, like, clicks her leg. Uh, and she's like, game re- recognized game there. Uh, oh, 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 okay. Um, well, I guess I can't offer you a, a consulting gig then. But I, I would just appreciate it if you if you could come by from every, every now and again and maybe maybe weigh in on stuff. If You know, uh, as I said, you drink for free. So you, you can have... A beverage, and uh, and you can also maybe give us some advice because it seems like you you've you got a better uh, better view of the world than we do necessarily here, and we, we could maybe use a l- little bit more uh, whoever you are uh, in around these parts, you know. That's very kind, and and uh, yes, uh, the sheriff, Chief Justice Juniper, will remember this. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, well, so will. Co-owner of the bar, Vasquez. <laughs> she raises her uh, stein uh, and goes to yell at a couple of people who are uh, busy uh, playing darts with uh, broadswords, um, just like hurling them, hurling them into the wall. Um, and uh, she's mostly just mad that they're off target. Uh, it's you know why why even have the target if we're not going to use it? Um, and Mrs. Paisley just kind of says to herself, "It's like she kind of closes her eyes and then <laughs> just says." Juniper must remember to take more breaks for herself. Can you roll a... Hmm. What do we want to say that would be, Laura? I mean, this this is a Juniper mechanics question. This isn't really a... Uh, I think it's a persuasion. Okay. I was going to say history. Because I think it's one of her personas trying to persuade another persona to act in a way that's different to how she would normally Yeah, it's act. like writing something in the mirror for like a memento situation or the back yeah. tattoos from Planescape Torment. I like it. All right, let's go. Yeah. 
That's a that's a twenty four. In the immortal words of Telltale Games, <laughs> Juniper will remember this. <laughs> Yay! All right, um, very cool. Oh, that's uh, nice for Juniper. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy about it too. We're all on team that role, I think. Uh, so you continue to you kind of spend some time uh, thinking about that. I think honestly, probably uh, scoping out the mural space, um, and uh, soon thereafter, uh, a royal summons comes for you. Uh, and you should know, of course, the the voice and tone with which it arrives as the door of the old campaigner boots open and Patty Two Eyes runs into the room, just yells, Hey, is anybody see Juniper? I got a real important thing to say to her. She's the sheriff and she rides a cool chair. Like record skips, everyone points to you in a vaguely confused fashion. Yes, and Mrs. Paisley just raises her hand and waves at Patty and starts to uh, come over to her. Okay, I'm going to assume you're Juniper wearing one of your different looks. That's okay by well, old Patty Two Eyes. What's your name, fun I, lady? I'm Mrs. Paisley. Mrs. Paisley? I you're didn't know Patty I was Two talking Eyes. to royalty. That's right, I am. I'm Patty Two Eyes. I've booted open a lot of doors looking for you. Listen, you're needed at the palace. Toot sweet. Oh. Oh. Well, then, on then. Goodbye, everyone. And she just... And it's like a cheers yelling norm level of, like, (laughs) people being like, Mrs. Paisley! Woo! Um, Yes, love all of you! Well uh, done tonight, everyone! And you just hear cheers of, like, Paisley, Paisley, fuck the planteers, fuck the planteers, middle step, we don't know! It's, yeah. Yep. Uh, and Juniper, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration for having just a lovely evening. I don't think Aww, uh, you've had a lot of those uh, since being infected by the alpha gumbo. So it's just nice to <laughs> to kind of have a... Laura rolled her eyes. I know. Uh, for the record. I can't let you have <laughs> a fully force. nice evening. Um, it's just nice to to have a little little bit of a break. Uh, so you and, and uh, an exhausted Patty Two Eyes, who was not at the castle when news went out, just saw messengers going around trying to find you and immediately took to the streets in the way only she can. Yeah. Um, brings you back to uh, back to the palace where you are escorted upstairs. Uh, I guess my question to you is, would you transform back into Juniper or are you going to do this? As not until she has fart hole or uh, uh, right. butthole yeah. fair. nearby. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, you wheel your way down the, uh, the hallway um, and arrive in our active crime scene uh, to a, a very simple... Easy to solve question. How do you solve a problem like resurrecting a dead envoy from the sound of music? Uh, in you go. Uh, all right. Uh, Mrs. Paisley goes in there. Uh, hello, I'm here. You need Juniper for this one? Yeah, it's kind of a chief justice problem. And Juniper, I think, drafted the laws, unless you're equally familiar and will tackle them in the same moral and ethical light. Uh, the first one, yes. The second one, maybe not. So, uh, I'm going to change. Okie dokie. You ready? Yeah, I mean, you gotta hold hands. Yeah, Yeah, we should do that. Yes. All right. So, she puts puts out her hand. Do do, do you take her hand? Yeah, I'll take take, her hand. I'm here. I'm I'm a wolf. No, you're not bad. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. Get out of here. (laughs) I love this system. I love this weird solution to a very specific problem. I think we have to roll to see what persona shows up. Oh, uh, right. Yes, that's the wolf true. is blasted out. So oh, let's see. Also, who Ryan, we get. please do keep track of your spell slots. Poor Quinny is, right. and if you're Dang. just gonna keep slapping the gumbo back in its pot, you gotta you gotta pay the price. As <sighs> our friend Dom DeLuise could tell you. <laughs> yeah. Come on, dice. All right. Isn't that nice? <laughs> They've been watching too much gestures because in my head I just had the oh. Transformers theme. <laughs> it's just like wolf tapped on head and immediately <laughs> like transformer noise. Juniper. No. We're good. We're safe. Oh, um, good. To, thank, welcome. Wow. Well, welcome. Yeah. Whew. Um, good thing you were what here. What a night. Yeah, good yeah. old Bitey tried to pop so, out, but we got you now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for. Oh, no problem. Bite that force, from going squad, any further. So I heard you You need me. What's what's going on? It's Well, I mean, take a look around. We got a dead guy. Oh, uh, no head. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. See, 
we'll give you a second to just kind of take this in. Uh, yeah. Not great. Do we know who did this? Is it okay? I'm just no. What do we know? We don't. Well, we know he could be brought back. This, this but is we're Long sure Geese, right? This isn't just a body dressed up as Long Geese. Yes, Geis. I've done my grim psychometry oh. that guarantees this is Long Geese. This, this is Re- Reginald, Reginald smart now. Yeah, he's smart, so he sounds stupider. Have you always been pretty smart? Well, thank you. I agree, <laughs> but I'm extra smart right now. He's wearing glasses, you see. Yeah, he's got a mustache, I, like a genius. Yeah, I would... You know how all geniuses throughout history have had mustaches? I just... I, nope. I'm just making a mental note to talk about this later with you. I'm. I have questions. <laughs> when you say with you, are you talking about me or with the glasses? Sorry, I, I pointing at Reginald. I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, anyways, that that aside. I'm starting to regret this character decision. Let's continue. <laughs> I I'm not. Uh, as, as on behalf of the audience, <laughs> please yeah, keep calm and carry on. Great. <laughs> So do we need to form, I, I don't know, some, are we searching? Do we have any clues oh, no, as to who did yeah, this? Okay, okay. Uh, okay. So it's we more of a moral for, thing. Yeah. So oh. a legal thing. We're going to have a legal, oh. ethical, and spiritual discussion all at the same time. So this is Longa Donkeys, who, uh, Quinny, can you just run through the, the crimes that took place just so Juniper's caught up? Um, he is a suspect. He's been implicated in an assassination attempt on one of our other, uh, visitors. Um, oh my gosh. They're Wh- safe. Who? So, uh, Vinton, uh, Charlemagne. Oh my. Oh no. Which, I mean, if okay. you're going to go after someone, that's a hard target to go after. Like she can take care of herself. And uh, he did it himself? Like, what, did no. she, did she do this to him? Lackeys were promised things and were ordered to carry it out we've captured and arrested two of them as thing i think uh two more didn't make it um so we're gonna do some questioning there but initial questioning uh led us to well here basically um it seems like uh a lot of loose ends are getting tied up here um whoever really wanted this attack to happen had it done so remotely that there's like all these different layers to it. Uh, so someone's monitoring and once this attack probably began, we assume the time, the timelines short enough that this happened during the attack. We think, I mean, he was alive earlier today, right? Right. At least he had a face. I believe he was alive before the fireworks went off. So I can tell you from my recollections, he's not so much uh, implicated as he is clearly part of this assassination plan. Well, yeah, that's that's more for you guys to make that call on. I'm just giving you the info. Yeah. Having uh, seen the past, I'll tell you, he done did it. All right. Well, someone done did him uh, in a nearly irreversible way, except butthole why don't you tell her yeah so because i've become a god and i've gotten more powerful i theoretically theoretically have the ability to bring back people who are missing heads only oh that's incredible yeah it's pretty cool oh when you... oh. oh yeah see welcome welcome to the party hmm. yeah see complicated isn't it it's a hot hot fucking mess is what this is how how often can you do this yeah, once or twice a day, but I would not think that this is going to be something we could just burn down forever. The implications here are huge. No, 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 no. Also, uh, so as a king, I don't know if this situation's better with this dude alive or dead. Because if he's dead, then we don't have to worry about the assassination attempt that he definitely undertook. Because we can just say he's dead. We can still try to figure well, out who did it. Well, we have to worry about finding out who killed him. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. Uh... But what I mean is, if we bring him back to life, uh, our various neighbors will be aware that I have the power to resurrect people, which they might have just assumed was kind of a, a myth or a lie up until this point. Um, also, spiritually, I'll have brought back an absolute dickhead, which I'm not sure checks out with me on the God scale, and it is God powers. Normally, as a cleric, you kind of get things easy because, like, you're a cleric, so if you use your magic, then the God wanted you to do it, otherwise they wouldn't have powered the magic. Uh, Being the God means I'm in my own, like, closed loop, so 
I don't know if as a god I want to bring this dude back, but I also don't know what the legal ramifications are. Because if we're bringing back foreign, like, nationals in this scale, who do we bring back from here? Who don't we bring back? I don't think I could be king and be a resurrection machine in terms of, like, revivifies and other things. Like, I'm, I mean, it's I'm, just not realistic. Uh... Yeah, so that's why we brought you, because I don't know if I'm legally supposed to do this. I don't know what the deal is. Hmm... Quinny said he didn't. He didn't seem like a big deal to him, so I should just do it. Yeah, I'm still in that camp. Well, didn't I remember Bucky telling me something about someone you knew who could, like, speak with? Oh the yeah, they have to have a people? they have to have a face for that. I could talk with the oh. dead, but if they don't have a mouth, then it like I could cast it, and then he'd just be a body squeaking out that neck hole for like a good five minutes. Like I could ask questions, and the answer just be like. <laughs> And then they couldn't, they couldn't like, sign again. back or something? I mean, I did he know sign it? language? Oh. I don't think so. He seemed like a and dickhead. Do we know how to read sign language? No, I, don't. I mean, you know, like charades or something. I, well, like he can't hear because he oh, doesn't I mean, have this ears. This sounds like it could oh, be kind of funny, have too. Ears. Yeah, or, so, Ugh. I mean, I don't know how he'd hear, because that would just be me yelling into his torso, hoping the vibrations felt real, and that seems insane. What about, hmm... What about? I'd like to hear this third idea. No, I was, I was just wondering if we can... No, because we still have two living... You said two two surviving members of the team that I think he said one and kind of a half. Oh, okay. There's one who got stabbed. I don't know if he done made it or if he done gave up the ghost. Right. (laughs) That's that's one that you could get to talk though. You know. Yeah, but I think they'll just say that he did the bad stuff. Like they're just going to point back to him, right? Unless you think he's was the other guy like the leader or something. No, no, it, it it came back to this guy here in this room, Longadon Geese. Uh, so this blast here, uh, do you know who or what did this exactly, Reginald? I know they had to be a talented uh, magician because they had to quiet the room so the guards outside didn't hear nothing. And I know none of the other envoys were present. The guards said they had all left. Tom... Mm. Mm-hmm. Does this appear to be uh, an Eldritch Blast or like warlock magic of any kind? Yes. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs and it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon, then, for if you do, you will be assisting the Dum Dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would-be heroes. You can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, 
I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer. I also need an insight check from Reginald. Okay. But yes, it does seem Eldritch Blast E. Great. Okay, Tom, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Would this end up being linked to... Um, oh shit! Just it is linked to the investigation, broadly no, speaking. No, no. Oh, if uh, investigation, I, I I will not say no to, to fighting for that. Uh, would this be about fey fiends or undead? No. Okay, great. Because if it is, then it can affect some die rolls. But if it's not, then it's this not. This is great. just to see if if yeah, this is more of a. Uh, it's still an insight check, but it's. Uh, I'm trying to see if Reginald would notice something in the information being presented. Okay, insight, not investigation. Got it. Because this is more. I just want you to have all of the skills of all of your characters from all of the games we play. Yeah, well, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. That's a two. Oh. (laughs) Does Reggie have inspiration? He might want to use. Nope. (laughs) Butthole has inspiration. Reggie (laughs) is a very smart man who's not in touch with his feelings. So, smart yes, feelings no. Ah, but you are sagely. So. Okay, let's let's see how the scene plays out, and then I might give you something else later down the road. Cool. What um, your sageliness bumps your intelligence? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's intelligence. Okay. Alrighty. Well, Tom, at the revelation of this, could this is or seems? I guess seems is where we landed on. This seems like an eldritch blast. This seems like warlock magic. There's one warlock in town that I know of, uh, and she was pretty keen on killing anyone who tried to assassinate her um i'm going to yeah quinny will just say like uh this looks like warlock magic this looks like an eldritch blast like what i can do kind of well i i don't know that i can do this but a powerful warlock let's say then and maybe it was vinton charlemagne okay well i've is seen there magic vinton that would before. let her get into here um, she could turn invisible. Uh, Tom, yeah, quick question the table. about the castle defenses, because Butthole would know this. In terms of the magical wall surrounding the castle where we had to go through the gate, would she also have to do that at the lower levels, or could you fly over it a la, like, Wyvern when she did so earlier? currently the castle is protected by, uh, the Ring of Fire mm-hmm. in the moat, um... But that's for walking up, not flying in, right? Yeah. Flying okay. in, she was able to fly up to your window earlier and scratch at it because she's always basically had a gate pass to the, yeah, the Black Castle. Um, largely because of her kind of familiar relationship with uh, the Tingler family. Um, it's the equivalent of someone knowing where the spare key is and being able to just kind of slip in through your back door. Um, she would also have fairly free reign of the castle being a diplomat as well. She's not staying here because she has a residence in town because of the close diplomatic relationship between Vasa and Aka, uh, because of that whole rhyming treaty we talked about. Um, but otherwise, um, yeah, she would be able to come and go as freely as the other people. Um, Ryan, I am going to give you an extra thing though, because I think I may have erred with my insight. Can you roll a history for me? Ah, Yes. That is a 19. 19. Um, Reginald, you realize as Quinny is kind of unfolding this this theory and you're kind of turning over in your head who who came and went, uh, that you've actually erred in your analysis of um, what the guards said. They said that no one is here now, that everyone had left, but not that they had left uh, necessarily prior to the fireworks. So there are no, there are no other, no one else is here now, but they didn't say specifically when everyone cleared out. So you aren't aware if there were people coming and going. Pardon me for a moment, my fellow mystery solvers. Uh, and he's going to open the door and close it outside and say, God! Yeah, they come back. Sir? I have realized I asked you a silly question earlier and I need more information. 
Did anyone come and go in the last, say, uh, probably what? This all kicked off like in the last hour, Tom? It's been two hours. Yeah, it's about two hours um, because unfortunately it's like the entire, like Bucky's been sitting there for the entire procession. Yeah. Like he got there before everything kicked in. There was the dance, all the stomp the yard stuff. Who has come or gone on this floor in the last two hours? Um, it's fuck or like or now. <laughs> it's who I've been the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to solve a mystery. Um, so and ask God. <laughs> they uh, they do say that there they, uh, prior to uh, the the beginning of the event there was uh, a, a lot of sort of coming and going as uh, as everyone got ready. No one came back uh, after the uh, the ceremony began. So. What you basically get from them is like everyone left it at certain times um, throughout. No one came back and then left. So it's not like, you know, hi, I'm guilty, but guilty person. I'm here to do a murder. Fare thee well. Um, but uh, reasonably, it could be the, the Vinton theory is very sound based on the evidence you have. Um, but uh, but Vinton they, doesn't stay on this floor. So Vinton would have had to arrive here. Yes. If we and don't they have- do not. Uh, they have not seen Vinton Charlemagne. Mm. They do say everyone else came and went, but they they have not seen Vinton Charlemagne. Thank you. Your king thanks you. Return to your stations. Uh, and then he turns and goes inside and is like, nobody saw Vinton. I don't know what's going on. I'm a genius, and this is impossible. Well, I mean, she's not necessarily the only warlock in town. I mean, she... Ought to be, as far as I'm aware, but, you know, who, who knows who's made a pact and who hasn't, right? I mean, maybe someone is a secret warlock? I don't okay, know. Okay, is there, is there some way for Baba Yaga to, like, know if somebody's, like, made a deal? Like, if you touch uh, another warlock, do they, like, do you get, like, warlock touch? As far as, no. Um, <laughs> speaking of warlock touch, I could ask her later tonight, actually. Uh, I've got a... I got a visitor, uh, and I could maybe talk to her. Okay. Do you, so do you feel safe doing that? Well, I mean... Okay, I hate to get distracted about where we're going, but I do just want to circle back around to the dead guy. Um, yeah. Do we raise the dead guy or not raise the dead guy? Juniper, I brought you here for an opinion on this, because there's a whole lot of plans we could make about how to get somebody to confess to a murder, but if we... Bring back the dead guy. He can just say this person did it. Yes, he can. But and the thing is, what's the expiration date on on putting the soul back into this person? About a hundred years. So I mean, oh, we got some man. time to try to fall solve this. But there's a murderer who's theoretically out there. I don't know what their activity is. This is where I'm really caught up in this idea. Is like. I don't even know if bringing this person back would be right or if it would just be convenient. What's the point of having this power if you're not going to use it? Well, being a god is to, like, help people live their lives and do a better job. As a cleric, I know the answer to that question, but as a god and a king, it's very complicated for both. What... How do we... Okay, so the benefit of bringing him back is that he can tell us who killed him potentially yeah and zone of truth can, whatever like yeah we got yeah. options the drawback to bringing him back is people find out that he can do it also you know? i brought back a scumbag and uh, I, I i mean is there another like you know you asked about uh What's his name? Farthole. Can Farthole do this shit? Because then you're not implicated any way, one way or another. You know, your hands are clean of this. <sighs> oh, Farthole. Can he do this? You know, I mean, are we talking, is this power you're getting because you've, you know, you're getting stronger? Or is this power you've gotten because you're a god? If it's because you're a god, only you can do it. Well, no, see, here's the complicated thing. Farthole could theoretically do it, but Farthole is channeling the power of me. So I guess that would tell us whether or not God me approves of bringing back this person. If we brought Farthole in, and then we'll know, because if it works, then I want to do it. And if it doesn't work, then I don't. 
I think there's no harm in trying. I think that's a, actually a really good solution. I don't know that we should bring also, him back you- on on the merit of whether or not he we think that he's a good person. I think that's dangerous to get into that type of, of okay thought. but then we bring back people who are convenient to the nation but not he's like imagine there are three people who died in the kingdom today mm-hmm. this dickhead two members there are of, three people who died in the kingdom today by the way yeah two stable hands in this dickhead okay so which one gets to come back and who does vote for this dickhead like that that's I'm just saying this is the like the big the big ethical question. Here's the thing. Regardless of what happens next I mean regardless of the personal implications about him, you know, whether or not to bring this individual back as a human being not in his role uh as an envoy, I think there could be a serious diplomatic incident if he is dead and it could lead to war. Yes, it oh, could yeah. kill a yeah. lot of people. I've got some political experience, so I will I will balance this for you. Which is, if we bring him back and he tried to assassinate another envoy after I said acts against the envoys or acts against me, then we might be at war with Demar, depending on how their queen responds. We might be at war with Demar regardless if he died in our care. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I think, and we don't have a hundred years. We have until the end of the fucking fireworks show, and people start coming back here. If bringing him back will settle for certain who killed him, that in itself may help us prevent a war. And you bring a you bring him back. You know what I mean? Like you you can have terms attached to that. If this guy's a scumbag, if there's political repercussions, like there can be you know an asterisk to coming back. Of like you're with us now. You know. No, we can't. He's, he's a spy for me. He, he's an envoy who has diplomatic immunity, and we don't have the ability to do that. So, well, it didn't do him any fucking good in this room. Separate problem, valid <laughs> criticism. Um, all right, just a second, uh, and he's going to take a knee. That he's going to he's going to pray, throwing his himself. arms up in the air, kind of, and his beard forms boobs as, as he <laughs> oh, farts, spreading in and out, and just golden uh. fart light. So it just suffuses the room and it smells like farts and every fart somehow you're hearing just a little bell ring as it happens just just a heavenly bell uh and the breaths just just make you feel you know positive they make you feel good uh, <laughs> hey, and, uh, and he's gonna ryan before you roll this uh how does Come reginald on. respond to this don't, don't keep the boobs here any longer tom just let <laughs> i want to know what this reginald has to say about this <laughs> uh reginald is just watching because <sighs> This is a different this is a different time for him. But he's thinking in his head, Tom. I'm not going to sell you out completely on this. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what the right <laughs> thing to do is. In his head, he sounds like that. Is he a man or is he a god? <laughs> Seems like everyone here wants him to be a king, but maybe he's something more deep down inside himself. Then again, maybe he ain't. Will I follow him unto my death? I hope not. But I hope he resurrect me, because when I do up the tally, I don't know if I'm a good man. Maybe I'm just another envoy from a terrible horde that wants to destroy this land. (laughs) Wait! (laughs) King Butthole! It's me, your brother. Oh, what, what's going on? I, I was going to pray. Boob beard? Yeah, the, the, the boobs just like flatten for a second. <laughs> I done just realized a truth. I was a bad man once and you believed in me. And that's why I'm here today. The wisest man you know. Technically most intelligent, but I, I'm not actually that wise. But if you hadn't done believed in me, there wouldn't be no future now. You gots to believe in folks and resurrect them from this dimension or another. That's how you build a future, a brighter future than the darkness of the past. You gots to bring back my man. All right, I got to roll. <laughs> I got to roll uh, a persuasion. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not great at that. He should have intimidated him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take that monologue in a completely separate direction. <laughs> Just for the modifier. Yeah, well, didn't though. He did what he did. Yeah. Foghorn Beghorn over here. Feeding with butthole. <laughs> Reginald's roll set the DC. Oh, fuck me. What am I doing with these papers? <laughs> I'm losing it all here, folks. I'm losing Brian's it all. Brian's just setting DC for himself now. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm fucking, I, I gotta take up smoking or something just to buy the time. You guys want to play magic over in the corner? <laughs> well, because I, I was going to set let this be a die roll, so I wanted to balance it. Oh. And Butthole goes, you know what, brother? You're right. The butthole isn't somebody who believes that just because you were a dickhead your whole life doesn't mean you can't be okay later. And this will help the people. And it'll help the country. So this is helping. And then he reaches down. And he sits the corpse up. And then he steps forward. And he sits down on the neck. Oh. <laughs> and he farts. <laughs> Again and again, and Reginald goes, "Oh my!" Uh, and the body just starts expanding, like a like almost like a cartoon, just just wider and wider. And then Butthole stands up, and it just leaves a, a plume of fart. And the body squeezes in, and a new head pops out, uh, and the envoy is back. All right, so welcome back. Uh, quick question for you. Who fucking killed you? This shit's crazy. <laughs> to which uh, the body responds by slumping over backwards with a meaty thwap uh, as soulless, lifeless eyes stare up at the ceiling. You have restored the head. You have restored the body. There is no soul to restore. That's fucking nuts. Uh, I don't know what how that works. What do you works. do? Okay, so I brought back the body, but the soul has to be willing. I assume based on everything that we thought, the soul so would be this willing. this guy's happy? He, he's dead? He's good? Or they ate his soul or something. Whoever did this. Uh, I don't know much about soul eating in terms of warlocks. If we're looking at this big blast, these blast marks is still being warlock magic. I are, are there other places for the souls for souls to go other than like Butthala or the various hells? I mean, there's heavens and there's hells. We're banned from all of them, but like, I don't know. Do you want to? Okay, listen. I don't want to ask you to call Baba Yaga pretty lightly, but this feels like we've stepped outside of all of our understanding of the afterlife and what happens with souls. <sighs> All right. I mean, I did try calling her earlier this evening, so uh, I don't know if I don't know how many calls from me she's going to take in all all in one go, but I'll I'll try. Okay, let's let's try it. I guess. I clutch the tooth, and I say, uh, "Baba Yaga, it's Quinny. Can you hear me?" You clutch a tooth. Unfortunately, it is a daily yeah. uh, situation. Baba Yaga's got a lot of teeth. A lot yep, of different I lines. Open my hand and I shake and I say, no answer. Okay, then I'm thinking we go about the day. You guys have some way to try to find out more about this, which I think is uh, pushing into things I probably don't need to know. Sure. Uh, I vote we lock the door here and we just don't let anybody in. And we pretend things are fine to see if we can get some answers because things are definitely not fine. And then hopefully you find some answers and we're not at war in the morning. That'd be really cool. Okay. Um, great. Uh, can I ask uh, a favor from you folks? Uh, I'm going to go get ready to visit Vinton. Uh, um, could you, I don't know who this task would be for, maybe multiple people. I don't know. But um, we need to find out when Vinton is unaccounted for 
tonight. You know, I saw her at the fireworks. I saw her at her home when she was going to be attacked. Um, so she wasn't necessarily in here at that time. In order to clear her entirely, we need to know where she was all all night. Um, okay. And and I'm not saying clearing her is the goal here, um, but uh, it would make things a lot less complicated or... I don't know, maybe more complicated if there's some other unknown warlock situation going on. But either way, uh, that we got to figure that part out. I'm going to go... You know what? It feels like, to answer your question from earlier, Juniper, I don't feel safe uh, going to her. So I'm going to take a quick uh, little rest, recharge, uh, and... Uh, I need someone to requisition me. Uh, fuck harness. Oh. Oh, don't make that sound. It's a honeypot thing, okay? A what? Uh, see, uh, I, 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 I am so glad you're getting into baking. Uh, and he's like, I know Bucky went around to talk to everybody before, so I'll see when was the last time this geese dude was alive. And then... Mm -hmm. We could figure out where, where was Vinton? Vinton during basically during the parade, right? Yeah, that relative be... to that. So theoretically, she was at the fairgrounds. You know, they're not great. They're not bad. They're fair. And then <laughs> she she went back to her house. So we need somebody to talk to anybody who might have seen if and when and how she got back to her house. She's got that big fucking green lizard. Yeah. Maybe she flew that. Maybe it's she went for a walk. Uh, so the order of events with Vinton, as you guys remember it, is Butthole, you were sitting with her. Mm-hmm. During the uh, the stomp the art piece, uh, upon word of the assassination, she went back to her house. Mm -hmm. uh, Quinny, you ran around and did a bunch of shit. As you were flying to her house, um, Chompy the Wyvern flew next to you. Um, and then Quinny, you arrived uh, to find her at her place. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the evening proceeded as it did. So that is your your recollection of events. Okay, um, we need to know where she was before the big culture show, right? Because that's when everybody left here, right? That's what the guards said, Reginald, that people left here to go see everything. They said it was at a variety of times. And they never saw her? No. Okay, so maybe it wasn't her, but I will say, you know, magic. She could have been, she could have been turned into mist, you know? Maybe I anything. will talk with Bucky to make sure that he gives us the information we need. Sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, again, I got to rest up and uh, I'll go. I'll go talk to her. Spend the, the All right. Night so you rest her. up. Yeah. Reginald, you're going to talk to Bucky. I think I know somebody I can consult about this. And then Juniper, you do whatever you're going to do. Quinny. Yeah. Can you just come here. Y just give me yeah. your hand. Okay, I'll put my hand out. And and Juniper will uh, take his hand in hers, kind of put her other hand on top of, of his and um, say, whatever you can, remember to preserve your own light within yourself. Uh, and she's going to cast Death Ward on him. Oh, all right. Uh, do I feel anything when, when this spell gets cast or anything like that? Or does this just seem like an unusually, uh, powerful moment between Juniper yeah. and Quinny? I don't think you feel much. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, mechanically, uh, for the next eight hours, the okay. first time, if you would drop to zero hit points, uh, you drop to one hit point instead. Okay. Um, and if you would, um... If you're subject to like an effect that would kill you instantly, that mm -hmm. like not not something that deals damage, but something that would just like outright kill you, mm -hmm. um, that effect is negated. Okay, good to know. So, uh, but uh, and that's only on the that's only the first time the spell ends. Right, right. Either of those happens, and that's in but, the next. Uh, within the scene, Quinny like kind of awkwardly draws his hand back. He's like, uh, thanks, thanks, Juniper. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, you're you are less likely to die now. Okay. A, a little bit. Oh, I, I, okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Just. Like, just flexes his fingers. Okay. Sure. Whatever you say. Uh. Yeah. I will. I'm just gonna take a short rest. 
you know, uh, and then I'll be, I'll be good to go. And I'll, uh, I'm looking around. It's like, I, I don't live in this building. I, I live way out. So I'm looking around like, Oh, yeah, no one's going to come in here, right? There, there are rooms like up, up near the top. You don't have to sleep with the Oh, deck. I don't I just, have to stay in here. Yeah, okay, no, great. No, no. I just, one floor, one floor down. I need from, like an from, hour, you know? Yeah, okay, one floor great. down from the fishbowl. There's a couple of like guest rooms. We just keep those running. Just go, just take one of those. Great. I will see you guys around. Ooh, no, stay in, stay in, stay in my room. I'm not going to be using it. Okay. It's safe. Juniper's just, room. Just Ju- be safe as possible. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Juniper's room it is. That's where I'm going to be. It's done. It's okay. settled. Thank you, Juniper. Good night, everyone. I will see you in the morning. And I walk out. Okay. And Butthole's going to leave. Wait, what? We coordinate questioning people? (laughs) He said where he was going. I'm supposed to talk to Bucky. And according to the king, you're supposed to do whatever it is you're supposed to do. And he pushes his glasses up (laughs) and then smooths his mustache. And he says, there's a mystery afoot. Up in this here castle. It's time for us to solve it. Guess let's put the town watch ex-military to use. What? <laughs> How? <laughs> Send them out to question people about the whereabouts Who? of the envoys. Who are you going to question? Random citizens. <laughs> oh, you've changed. Becoming an officer of the law has changed you in a day. What? What? They were the army yesterday. Having them go around banging oh, on dolls, asking questions, ain't gonna be uh, welcome. Okay, 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 okay. We'll do this more subtly. Never mind. Um. Why are you all freaked out all of a sudden? This is unlike you. <laughs> You know what? It was just, it's just such a stark difference between being at paint night and in that (laughs) beautiful atmosphere in the old campaigner, right back to questions of morals and ethics. But I thought thought Paisley was the one who did well in those sort of party scenarios, and you were the one who preferred this kind of moral, ethical do goodness. I, I'm just not, the scale is just overwhelming. You know what? It would just be nice to just be able to enjoy myself every now and again. I feel like I haven't done that in a really long time. Um, It's okay. It's okay. Uh, It's just. The bell dings at the end of the hallway and uh, the guards wave through uh, one of the hammerers who comes in just reeking of horses um, and uh, covered in dirt from being thrown from inferior horses a few times. Um, They come rushing down the hall uh, and they see you, Reginald, and they kind of do that hand up like I'm tired rushing in thing and then uh, nod to you, Juniper, as well and say... uh, To be clear, we're in the hallway. We left the room. Yeah, yeah, I know. know. Um, They run in and just say, um, uh, apologies, uh, sir, I I know you're busy, uh, ma'am, it's good to see you. Um, in fact, it's very good that both of you are here. Uh, we found the uh, Damaran contingent uh, outside the walls. They're all dead. Where were they outside the walls? A short distance away, uh, they were hidden amongst some of the overhangs, shrubbery. Um, clearly, uh, they'd, they'd made a bit of a camp there. Uh, we saw signs that it had been packed up, but now it's nothing but claw marks and teeth and some sort of uh, magical weapon or ability. Uh, several of them were missing heads. All right. All right. Looks like we got ourselves a, a sight of a crime for you to check out there, Sheriff. I'm on my way. I'll see you later, I guess. And the the moment she leaves and he's clear of the hammers, he says to himself, doesn't take a genius to know that's the fail thing. 
This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, the Body Barrelers, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Check out this place. You'd love to retire here? What is this? Oh god, what have you done? Spaceships. Season 2. Out now on podcast platforms across the galaxy.